hot in here. When you feel the heat emanating, it is the human torch that is on the Fitz and Brooks show, the one and only Steph Curry. Steph, how are you, man? Doing good, guys. Good to talk to you. How's that, uh, how's that baby of yours doing? She's doing great. That is awesome to hear, great. Clapping at games in Denver, she had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daddy was on, uh, was on point, so I, I, I could see why that would excite her. Yes, sir. We had a good, good, good trip. One-one. Came back. Uh, you know, home court advantage. So mission accomplished. Hey, Steph. Uh, what I think is cool is that you're on the phone, but someone else is holding it because you're melting everything you're touching right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. I'm just trying to play my game, stay consistent, man. And just you know, keep shooting it. What, what, so, uh, so I can't shoot anymore. Let me ask you about your game because it, it looks to me like. When the defense feels like they forced you into a tough shot or what they would consider to be a bad shot, which would be good for them, it's not really. It almost seems to me that you practice for that or you plan for that, that you know teams are going to try and crowd you so you get, get a little space and you get the shot off quickly. Am, am, am I kind of getting to, to where you are as a player right now that you practice for those supposedly bad shots? So for you, that's kind of – a part of your game that's something that you don't mind doing? Yeah, a lot of it's off the dribble stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, you know, you're dealing with double team, pick and roll, and you're, you know, the last thing you want to worry about is where the ball is um, and you know, trying to have smooth transitions from whatever dribble move you're in and whatever kind of pressure you're facing to getting the ball up and, and out of your hands quickly. So um, it's a lot, of, a lot of practice and time you put in with just having some creativity so that when you're in the game it, it seems natural. That is Steph Curry on the Fitz and Brooks show on the Ring Central guest line. And Steph, uh, I, and I know you're sick of the media stuff on this playoff thing. I mean, I can just tell by the, the last day in Denver, like, we've been in Denver for five months. I'm sick of this already. I want to go ahead and play basketball. What, what's the, what's the, the, the theme of some of the questions that you're just kind of fed up with? They're just like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Well, like you said, when you have two days in between, uh, there's so, only so many questions you can answer about the adjustments you're going to make from game to game because um, you know we have our game plan going in into game one and it, it was pretty effective but you know we lost so we were going to change a couple of things but you answer them you know the day after then the next day and then leading up until the game trying to you know keep your game plan somewhat of a secret yeah. they're trying to you know dive into every aspect of. Uh, of what you're trying to do on the floor. So, you know, you just got to embrace it for what it is. Obviously, it's a good problem to have. Um, and you just keep moving. Hey, you know, I want to ask you about the altitude, though, in this sense. You're playing heavy duty 40 plus minutes. You're supposed to lose your legs as you play more, yet you get stronger and shoot better as the game goes on. From a fitness thing, as much as they're running through you and guys banging you around in Denver, putting all that focus on you, I mean, you came through both those games pretty amazingly. Is it does it feel different to play there than in other gyms or not? It does, but uh, it helps to be like I guess when you're in Denver for so long, it helps um, as you get adjusted to it. You know, during the regular season, you're um, you're going from city to city, and then you show up to Denver for one game and have to adjust on the fly and and, and try to keep your win as best as possible. Um, but you know, we were there a day or two before the game, uh, game one, and and went through a tough practice to you know, you know, get our win where it should be, and, and obviously more prepared for for game two. So, uh, just another preparation thing that that you have to uh, you know, kind of worry about. That's Steph Curry joining us, courtesy of the Ring Central guest line here on KMBR six eighty, 
the sports leader. How do you think the Nuggets are going to try and approach dealing with you? Um, Not to say that they would do anything dirty or do anything malicious, but we all know that playoff basketball means getting a little physical if you can get away with it. If they try and come at you in in that manner, how do you adjust with the team being uh, being physical with you? You got to be physical back, and you got to embrace it. I mean, um, it's what we expect. Like you said, it's playoff basketball. There's um, the game's called differently, and so you, you have to adjust. But you know, we we still have our counters. We still have ways that we're going to be effective as a team. Um, and so, you know, whatever adjustment they make, they try to take you know the ball out of somebody's hands or force us into a certain part of the court. We have we have threats everywhere. So, um, you know. We're ready for it, and we feel like if we're if we're the most aggressive team, we have a you know great shot to win. Man, that's a good marketing slogan. Golden State Warriors threats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Hey, man. Uh, one of the things that you do off the court, and and I think this is why people gravitate towards you, the person, uh, as well as you, the player, is you know the the nothing but nets campaign. You know the malaria nets in Africa. I mean, this is World Malaria Day that we're having you on this off day here. 600,000 people die every year from malaria. Most of the kids are under five. You did a thing. You've done it since Davidson, actually, where three-pointers becomes three bed nets and 280 made threes, 846 nets right now, and that's it's saving lives and stopping malaria. It seems like a simple thing, but it's something you've been behind. How did you get in with that? And I know it's a, a cause that, that matters to you. Yes, it, like you said, I started in college. Uh, one of my best friends now, a roommate of mine, a teammate of mine at Davidson, uh, his name is Brian Barr. He started his own event. Uh, he named it Buzzkill, um, but on the same premise and supporting the same cause of, you know, um, providing bed nets for families in Africa because you know malaria is it's an epidemic, but it's it's totally treatable um, and, and preventable. Um, you know, allowing the families to have access to these bed nets so that they're protected. So um, this this year, teaming up with nothing but nets, um, a cause that Rick Riley, uh, ESPN commentator, has been uh, behind since I think '06. Um, but doing the uh, three point or three for three campaign, as, as we called it, where like you said, every three that I made this year, we were sending three nets and just trying to raise some uh, awareness for the cause and and try to get you know the fans around the bay area as well as the nation to support it and it's been a great year obviously you know with the record and um catching ray allen a lot of bed nets are going to uh, where they should be so um you know culmination of uh, a lot of uh, money raised today for world malaria day yeah nothing but nets dot net if people want to get involved it's a great cause and the only thing we'll say is none of these nets can be used to guard steph okay i mean that's that's because that might be you know, Denver's thinking of all kinds of things right now, so you've got to be careful. Hey, hey, man, let, let me ask you, when you hear, or I, I, don't, I don't think you heard it, and maybe someone told it to you, the guys on TNT and, and all of the great basketball players and all right, a couple of Hall of Famers there, and Kenny Smith, you know, two-time champion, hell of a shooter in his day, when they say you're the best shooter in the world, and you and Clay are the two best shooters in the world i mean this is this is your job this is what you have you know sort of been aiming for all of your life but when you hear guys who are basketball experts who played the game say that about your game i hate to hit you with a simple how does it feel question but how does that feel it's kind of surreal man i mean this is what i've been doing um since i can remember and 
uh, I feel like I have a lot of room to improve. So, um, you know, I'm not gonna get complacent with it. Just gonna keep keep doing what I'm doing. I've been doing since uh, since high school days. You know, just working at the craft and um, you know trying to add a little bit each year uh, to be the best player I can be. So, uh, like you said, when you I grew up a basketball fan and uh, watched a lot of legends play. So when now that they're in turn, you know, commentating on our game, it's um, pretty humbling to to hear that, you know, from from guys I looked up to and, and watched play in, in their prime. So uh, just enjoying it. Are you all right that Rod has christened you the Human Torch and that has completely <laughs> taken off? I love it. I love it. Every time you know Fitz would go by the uh, the scores table during games, and you throw it out there, uh, big smile on my face. So I, I like it. Well, you know the uh, nice good thing. Job, Brian. Good the, job, Brian. Yeah, I get them right every once in a while. I mean, the, night, <laughs> the, you know, the Human Torch's signature is flame on, so I've worked that in. But you hit four or five in a row. I love saying the torch is lit. <laughs> and, and kids love that, man. I got to tell you, my kids and their friends, they're going nuts with this, and it just—I think it's so appropriate because. The, the cool thing, Steph, and, and we bring it up a lot on our broadcast, but the nation has seen it. Look, you always could shoot. Everybody knew that. But it's 13 assists. It's getting Azili dunks. It's getting Harrison Barnes involved, getting Clay or Jared Jack, is that your point guard skills have blossomed this year in addition to the great jumper. And I know that's something you've worked on relentlessly. You know, when you're rolling out 13 assists with one turnover, come on, man. I mean, that, it's like now, now you're just showing off. I mean, that's, that's not even fair. Yeah, just trying to be aggressive, man. I mean, you have the ball in your hands, you got to make decisions. And like I said, I have trust and faith in every every one of our teammates that's out on the floor. Right? We all can make plays. So, um, you know, they make it easy for me showing themselves when they're open. And just got to get it to them uh, on time and on target, as we call it, and let them let them do what they do. So, um, you know, last last game was just a demonstration of how when everything's clicking, how how powerful of an offense and how powerful a team we can be. No, you, you guys played the perfect game offensively and defensively too. I'm I'm sure, you know, you're, you're a young man and you're, you're making your mark in this game, but I'm sure you've seen a lot and you've experienced a lot, but you're about to embark on something here that you've never experienced before, a playoff game at Oracle. Oh, you, re- man. you ready for that? Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be off the chain. Hey, Steph. I, I know you're all talked out, man. It means a lot to us that you come on the show. I mean, it, it, they're, they're bombarding you guys. So for you to spend t- a couple minutes with us is awesome for me and Rod. I like the playoffs because it's limited the number of golf beatings I've taken at your hand. So, <laughs> so, this would be about, what, round four? Right I was going to say. So, you know, we want to keep extending. That's good because my wallet is actually doing better, you know, in regards to that. So, hey, man, I will, uh, I will see you out there tomorrow. I'm telling you, you have no idea what's in store in that building for you guys tomorrow. They they can talk about it a lot until you run out of that tunnel. It will be nuts at Oracle on a Friday night, believe me. I can speak for the rest of the team. We're, we're ready to experience it and uh, got to do our job. You know, just because we're at home doesn't mean we can just show up and play. We got to take care of business and and make the energy that the uh, the crowd's gonna bring us, uh, you know, worth something. So we're ready. All right, you finished the one interview that never asked you about your ankle. You gotta feel about good it? about that. I'll be all right. Yes, <laughs> what ankle? Take care of my guys. I appreciate it. All right, hey, Steph, <laughs> be good, man. We'll talk to you.